0: Hi friends. Thanks for joining me, Pam, on Multifamily Mondays. Did you know that banks like Wells Fargo, Bank of America, and Chase will lend you money to buy real estate, but they won't even lend you money to buy their own stock? How's that for something to think about? That's why multifamily investing to me is a no-brainer in regards to a sound investment vehicle. That's your food for thought today. So today I want to share with you six ideas on how to close the gap on your capital raising for your first deal, second, third, or whichever deal you're on. But before that, here's my disclaimer. This is an educational session only. It's for informational purposes only. So please consult with your attorney, financial advisor, and your tax advisor before making any decision. I recently hosted a webinar on how to raise private capital. And I won't go into the details here since it'll be a repeat, but you'll be able to find the recording soon on our YouTube channel called Create Wealth. We'll also have a link to our channel in the description. On the page banner, you'll be able to find my face on there. That's how you'll know it's us. So on the topic of finances and the six ideas, let's jump into all these different areas that you can bridge the gap on your missing capital to close on that deal. Keep in mind that these are short-term solutions, not something you should be striving to do all the time. I will share that I have personally utilized all of these ideas at some point in my journey. And my biggest tip is make sure you have a good exit strategy plan in place. Number one, 401ks. If you have a retirement plan with an employer, did you know that you can take a loan on your 401k retirement plan? There are some restrictions, and not every company allows it. But if they do, it could be a win-win situation. When borrowing your own 401k, you are required to pay yourself back at a certain percentage rate. And this method only works if you are able to find a deal that will yield a higher return than what is required for you to pay back. So for example, if your 401k loan requires a 7% interest payback, You'd better make sure your multifamily deal can pay you more than 7% so you can pocket the profit. Make sense? Number two, self-directed IRAs. Did you know that an IRA can be used to purchase and hold real estate? In fact, an IRA can hold a number of assets outside of traditional stocks, bonds, mutual funds, and whatever you call paper money. Buying real estate in your IRA can be an opportunity to diversify your retirement portfolio while investing in what you know best. Multifamilies, right? And I will take it a step further here and share that you can also join forces with someone else and use your own IRAs to go into a deal together. Number three, stocks and bonds. This is a very common one. You can sell your stocks and bonds and take your capital gains to put towards your down payment on your first deal. But keep in mind that you'll incur capital gains taxes. I'm going to wear my tax professional hat really quick here. There are short-term gains taxes, which is based on your income tax bracket, and then there are long-term gains taxes, which are at 15%. Only you and your tax professional will know whether this is a viable option for your situation. Every property deal is different. Number four, hard money lenders. This is an unconventional private loan that will carry higher interest rates and have a shorter term. This is an option for when there are no other financing alternatives available. The private lenders know this and they can demand a higher interest rate. So most folks utilizing this type of loan know that they are in a unique situation and will eventually refinance to a traditional loan. Bridge loans. Number five. This is exactly how it sounds. This loan helps to bridge the gap between a conventional loan and perhaps a down payment gap in order to close the deal. These loans are an example of a private loan, so expect higher interest rates and a shorter duration. These types of loans are used for special circumstances. Number six. Lastly, I don't recommend this route at all, but if I'm being honest here, I have used it in the past. Credit cards. The rates are extremely unfavorable, but if you need funding in a pinch, sometimes this could be the solution but I highly recommend you save this for an absolute last resort because this route will affect your credit score as well. In summary, I've utilized all these options during some point in my career to strategically close a deal, but they're certainly not long-term solutions. Always have an exit strategy in place, otherwise your great multifamily deal could quickly turn sour and become unfavorable. Let me know what methods you've tried or have heard about. I'd love to hear from you. Keep that creative thinking brain going. Well, my time's up today, and I look forward to connecting with you again every other Monday. Do you like the content we're providing? If so, you can always buy me a virtual cup of coffee. The link can be found in the description. Thanks for listening, and thanks for your support. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving.